Hey beautiful, you are listening to More Than A Crown where you will learn, feel understood, and be encouraged alongside believer, child advocate, ice cream connoisseur, and former Miss USA, Sarah Rose Summers. Okay, today on the podcast, we have fashionista, CEO, avid traveler, Taylor Jones of the Tiny Closet Boutique. Hi. Welcome. Thanks so much for coming on. Of course. Anything for you. (laughs) So I just want you to tell our listeners a little bit about you, a little bit about your story, your boutique, how it all came to be. Okay. So in... What was it? I think it was, yeah, it's been two years now. I forgot our second birthday, like back in February. It was two weeks <laughs> after. And I was like, oh my God, we're two. Like we didn't even do anything. We're just like always like going, going, going that we forget. But I decided two years ago to start a boutique because when I was younger, being from the South, you were always kind of in that mindset of you have to get married. You're going to be a housewife. That's all that we were meant to be. And Mm -hmm. like, I even had like teachers and boyfriends tell me like, oh, you just need to marry rich because you can't do anything. That makes me think of your Instagram bio. Yeah. And I was just like, what? Like, I, I, well, I will admit that like when I was in high school, I was kind of like, yeah, I'll just go to college and get my MRS. Like, I'll be doing (laughs) business. Like, that's all I was supposed to do. But like, the more I grew, I was like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to just sit at home and do nothing. So I was like, I want to start something that makes women feel like on our bus, it says to be the CEO, your parents always wanted you to marry. And so uh, my dad laughs at that now. And he was like, I never wanted you to marry a CEO. And I was like, well, (laughs) well, you know what it means, dad. So I decided to start one to make women feel really empowered in our clothing because everybody knows that when you don't like your outfit, like you're not going to have a good day. Yes. You know what I mean? Like if you don't like your outfit, like you're not going to have a good day. But when you feel so good in your outfit, you want to change the world. You want to empower that day. You want to take on that day in a whole new leave. So our clothes, we want women as soon as they put it on, they're ready to be that CEO, whether it's trying to um, move up in their business or whatever. It's something that they feel good about. I love that. And I love that you wanted to break the stereotype and you're doing that every day. And I know one thing that I want all of the listeners to know about Taylor is if you guys don't follow her already, you have to because there's just a joy that is contagious through social media, which is so impressive. That's hard to do. It really, really is. And so you rock at that and you're joy is just contagious. Like you can tell that you love what you do, which is so awesome. So when you went to school, what did you study? We actually, I actually did fashion merchandising and it was funny because the fashion world is very competitive and like, you know, I did pageants and it was competitive, but like <laughs> being in school with girls that they want your job and they want to do what you're doing, but they don't have that ability to do like, they're not nice about it. So it was, mm. it was really it was hard, but I got through it. But I did find a bunch of girls that were super supportive of what I did. But I did fashion merchandising. I graduated from Auburn in December, and I never have to go back again. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you started the boutique while you were still in college. So I'm sure you had like a lot of naysayers that didn't necessarily think that was the right thing. So how did you respond to that? Um, I was actually the one in my head mostly saying like, you can't do this. Mm. This is too hard. Like you, like I actually had a lot of times where I was like, okay, I'm just going to like stop and like wait until I graduate. And my mom was like, are you crazy? Why do you want to start that like after? Like go ahead and do it because mom actually graduated from the same college and she graduated in fashion merchandising. So she knew what it was. But I really think that having a big support team, like, you know, I've told you many times about Blake. Blake has been such a big support. My parents have always been there. My brother is there. You've got to like find your circle that wants to support you because otherwise you're going to go insane by all the trolls. <laughs> yes. Amen. So for those of you who don't know, Blake is Taylor's amazing boyfriend and photographer. And like, is he like a manager almost? Yes. Because he's the one that like, if I'm having a bad day, he's like, no, we've got to get up. You need to go to work. Like, let's go. <laughs> And he also, like, he's so proud to, like, like, he always, like, on his Instagram, it says boyfriend and photographer, and then he, like, at shop the tiny closet. And I never told him to put that, but he did that because he was, like, so proud to do it. And that was the thing back in high school. Like, I was in really bad relationships all through high school, and they didn't do that. Like, if I was making more money than one of my boyfriends, they were like, no. But like, mm. Blake is like anytime he hears like on our app, if we get a sale, it goes cha-ching. He's like, yeah, <laughs> like, he's so excited. That's the best because it's almost like it's something you guys are doing together, which is so cool. So tell me about, I know goal setting is a big topic and something that people often ask questions about, like, what is your goal setting habits look like? And how did, how did you officially set the goal to make the tiny closet? Oh my gosh. Um, well, I've did it. Was it just something that popped into your head? Well, no, I, I used to work for um, other like boutiques. Like I tried to model for a while, like, but I'm five, five. So it wasn't like I was about to hit the runway of like Chanel or anything. So I was doing <laughs> like smaller things. Like I went to, I was more of like a print because I have longer legs, but I have a short torso that it looked like I was taller in photos. So people love that. But when they met me, they were like, Oh, you're tiny. And I'm like, yeah. So I always saw like the back end of fashion, but I kind of, and I know this sounds weird, hated being like in front of it all. Like I didn't, Mm -hmm. and I'm, of course I'm the one that's in all the photos now on the website, but I loved like the back end of it and like meeting people and like collaborating that way rather than being in the front. So that's when I was like, I really want to try this and I just want to see what happens. So we started it in my parents' upstairs bedroom And we had one rack of clothes and then it started to all like go all through the upstairs and to a point I was like, I need an actual office space. (laughs) So that's where we are now where I was just like, mom, like there's three bedrooms up here and they all have like boxes and clothes in it. Like we got to fix this. I love that. So once you kind of said you realized the need and then expressed it. About how long did that take? I think a lot of people think that dreams like this happen overnight. So how did you find your office space? How long did you really need it before it all came to be? Well, it was probably, I don't, was it a year? It may have been a year that we finally realized, but I tell people all the time that there was like a point in like what we were doing that I had no idea if I was doing it right. Like 
I would see people that like I look up to now, like I look up to um, Diana from the Red Dress Boutique and, you know, she's killing it. And Absolutely. social media and everything is like more in the past, like what, four or five years. Well, she's been doing this for like 12, 13 years, but I'm just now seeing it two years in thinking like, oh my God, that's where I need to be in life. And I've talked to her and she's just like, no, you bring it down. Like you're not trying to make millions and millions of dollars right now. So like having her kind of say, hey, let's, let's, you're not on that level, but like you will be. So I kind of have to like step back and be like, okay, I don't have to make $4 million in a day. Like all these like businesses that have been (laughs) Like, but I'm, we're doing really well. And like, we started to see that there were times that like we were selling out and we couldn't keep up that I was like, I need an office space. I need other people to help me. So we have an intern now and her name is Sarah, which is nice. anytime I talk about you, she's like, what did I do? I'm like, no, no, no. Other Sarah. <laughs> other Sarah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. I love that so much. So I, I'm just proud of you and honored to know you and honored to have seen oh, the I know. boutique well, I grow. Tell people, I tell people like, cause they're always, they always ask me, they were like, how did you get like to dress Miss USA? And I was like, <laughs> fun story about that. I was like, Sarah actually, um, bought stuff like on sale. Like I think they were like $10 things that you bought. And they were like, (laughs) and you had messaged me and asked me about our white flare pants. And I I wore those at Miss USA. And I was like, this is Miss Nebraska. And I had like pulled those pants out because like I was going to keep them. And I was like, you know what? No, like we have some. And I was like, I'm just going to sell them to Miss Nebraska. And then like, I think we sent you flowers and we were like, good luck, Sarah. We love you. And then it was all the sudden, sweetest thing ever. And I didn't even really know you. I, we had just kind of talked a little on social media and then you won. And I was like, oh my God, those were, that was the girl I gave my white pants to. <laughs> Yes, I remember this. You, So listeners, sometimes Taylor does almost like live flash sales. Is that yeah. what you describe them as? Yeah, like live sales. People call them like Black Friday 2.0. It's yeah, what, it's like, the best thing ever. To me, and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yes, yes. So I saw these amazing white like bell-bottom flare jeans, and I just needed them, you know, for Miss USA. And so I contacted her, ended up with Taylor's pants. Didn't know it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yes, at Miss USA, I remember I got like three bouquets of flowers, one from a family friend here and one from like my directors and then from you. And I remember calling my mom and I was like, oh my gosh, this boutique I ordered from sent me flowers. How sweet is that? And then it, the rest is history. Yeah. And I just feel like I've known you forever. And so oh, yeah, I think that's partially obviously that you're an awesome friend, but also that transcends into how well your business does because your your buyers or your clients, I guess, um, just feel so close to you, yeah. which is awesome. Well, I always want to make them feel like like I have we we on our live sales it's almost like a community and it's so funny because I'll be up there like talking and like all of the girls that are like on live, they may not be buying it, but they're like talking back and forth to each other. They'd rather they're like, Oh, I didn't get that. But like, you can have it instead. So then we're changing. So that girl can have it. Or they're saying, Oh my God, that would look great on you. Like talking to another girl. And then I have people that they message me and they're like, Oh, I've got this. Like, what do you think I should wear? But like, it's, I love whenever our customers become friends. And like when I see them and I meet them, it's like, 
the first time I met you, I felt like I knew you and I instantly, like we had a connection, like we were friends. So exactly. Never, you skip yeah, the awkward exactly. stage. I don't want like anytime a customer to see me be like, Oh yeah, that was Taylor Jones. Like I want them to come up to me and be like, hi, Oh my God. It was so good to finally get to meet you. Like I don't, I like, I right. like having that personal connection with people. I love it. So can you speak to a time when you, when you face Tate? Um, I'm not sure that that has happened for you, whether it was like for the boutique, people thinking that it wouldn't work or people hating on social media or even just personally, and then kind of like how you've stayed open-minded. Right. So I don't know if you, if I've ever even told you this, I've talked about this before and I actually did like an entire live on it yesterday. But um, when I was 14 and 15 years old, I was in an abusive relationship with a boyfriend that was both physical, emotional, verbal. It was terrible. And it happened for about eight months. And then finally, he ended up like in military school. He escaped that. He ended up like in the psych ward. Like it was Mm. it was really hard to grow up like when, you know, when you're 14 and 15, that's when like you're trying to start finding yourself and what you want to do in life. So I was kind of, that was kind of taken from me. So I had a lot of hate because we went to the same school. I had a lot of hate from people in school because they thought that I was just obsessed with my boyfriend, which wasn't the case. It was like, if, um, if I did something wrong, I was either getting pinched or I was getting like my fingers bent backwards. Like it was, it was really hard to like bring that confidence back. Because I had always been like a fun, bubbly person. And then when I met this guy, I was like, oh, I'm in love with him. And then it was like day and night it turned. So I had to experience a lot of that growing up because I had to get away from that. And it took years and years to finally understand, like even guys that I dated after him, it was still like I wasn't finding who I was. But when I met Blake, he was like no, you're not supposed to cry every other day because of a boy. Like what, what? Like it just, it wasn't. Mm. So I was really able like now and even to like come into my faith so much more than it was back then. I realized like you didn't deserve any of that. So I always like, Mm -hmm. if I'm like having a really bad time or I'm anxious, like I stop, take a deep breath. I pray. I'm just like, help me show me where I'm supposed to go. Show me what's supposed to happen. Open my mind, open my heart. And then it, even like with social media now, I have to sit there and like, stop, take a step back and be like, you're not what they say they are. You've got to, you've just got to like mentally tell yourself, you've got to understand you've got to find yourself and say you're so much more worth than what that person is thinking or what that person has Mm. said. Amen. And that's so hard with social media, but so much of your business is social media. (laughs) Yeah. So number one, thank you so much for, for sharing about your high school experience. I, that was very vulnerable and I'm sure it'll touch a lot of our listeners. Um, so and props to you for like seeking the help and being open about it and vulnerable. But as far as that hate continuing on social, how do you handle that? Because it is your, it is your job. It is where most of your, would you say um, most of your marketing is social, right? Right. A ton of it, like about like 50, 60% of it, it all comes from social media. 
we we we're so very crazy. lucky that we really don't get like a ton of like just trolls just commenting just hateful things but i mean there Thank there goodness. has been times where it's just been like are you serious like we have a lot of people because we're called the tiny closet and people see us and they see me and they're like oh she's i mean i'm tiny i'm petite like i always have been i grew up that way like it's just everything on me is little and like, like my hands are little, my feet are little, like everything's just small. So when they see me, I have had women that have like seen our stuff and have come up to me and been like, oh, this is for anorexic people. And then we'll just walk out. Oh. And I'm like, whoa, that was bold. And like, but we have like stuff like that. And there's just, you can't, and I, we, I was in New York and I listened to Ashley Graham and she was talking about that happy people don't comment mean, hateful things. So those people just aren't happy mm. within themselves. And the most that I do, I'm just like, you just got to pray for those people. You just got to be like, I, I hope that in life that you find that happiness, that you're not at that place and that evilness is away from you. But mm. if anything, we also like mute people. We'll delete comments if they're really stupid. Like yeah. we uh, just the block button, the mute button and the delete are amazing on social media. <laughs> I am a big advocate for the block and delete buttons. Right. Absolutely. But that's that's so hard because I didn't – I that would have never crossed my mind. I mean, you are so petite and adorable. You guys, when you meet Taylor, she's just, like I said, so happy but also so tiny. You just like want to put her in your pocket <laughs> and keep her for the, for the gloomy days. <laughs> but I didn't realize that people had made those comments about like, ugh – those are for anorexic people. Right. And there's everybody always has an opinion. Always. You're too small. You're too big. You're too this. You're too that. And I praise you for being able to step back and realize that it is those people that have the problems within right. themselves. But aren't there just moments when, like, if people were to say your clothes are just for anorexic girls, that you just want to punch back and be like, no, almost offensive? Not I'm not really the type of person that's just like, are you kidding me? But there has been times that I was just like, wow, someone really said that. Like, it's almost like a shock. Like, because I would never Mm -hmm. in a million years go up to somebody and be like, oh, well, you know, this is for um, plus size people. I can't do that. Like, you know what I mean? I would never Mm -hmm. in a million years because I guess our whole motto is like all women are beautiful. And if I can help and empower these women, like – you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I don't understand where people come from when they are saying that kind of thing. Yeah. It's just, they're just bold people that are just like, you know what? No. <laughs> it, it, I'm more, it's more of like bold a and, Yeah, I, I get you. Like, just, that's, that's beautiful though, because I honestly, in my nature, I always just kind of feel tempted to kind of push back and be defensive and be like, no, it's not. Like, we can fit these people and these people too. Right. <laughs> But so just a minute ago when I said that, you know, you're the like happiest person ever and so tiny and so sweet and I just want to put you in my pocket for like my hard days, obviously there are hard days for everyone too. So whether it's like gloomy outside or it's that time of the month or if it's just like an overall yucky day, like how do you 
how do you push through? How do you stay motivated to get work done, to get up every day if it's just a crappy day? Well, I know that there are like a lot of people that have got it so much worse than I do. And I always think about, I I try to think about like the other person, like, yes, my day is hard, but like there are people that are having much worse days. And if I can make somebody happy those days, like I can do it. I'm always trying to think about somebody else. I try to put like my thoughts and feelings behind me, like, because yeah, it could be a disgusting rainy day, but that's all that's, if that's the worst thing that's happening to me today, like there is Mm -hmm. nothing that can stop me today. And also like when I wake up in the mornings, the first thing I do is like go straight to my dogs. (laughs) And I, we have we have three of them, and they are so happy. They always make me laugh. So I'm like, I just I just need you with me every day. Can I just can, can you just stay with me every day, doggies? Like that's all I want oh around me. Oh my gosh! But <laughs> I do like we try in our office. I, I don't think you've people have kind of seen it online, but like it's pink, mm-hmm. it's colorful, it's got fun walls, so it's not anything like drab. Like we've got like pink and blue couches all in it. Like we try to make it fun <laughs> when we walk in here because I didn't want just like a white walls carpet. Like we wanted something that was just as fun as what we were trying to put out there because you have to be motivated. I've got like inspirational quotes all in my office. I've got vision boards everywhere. Like we just try to stay motivated as much as we can. Ooh, what's your favorite inspirational quote you have up? Where is it? It says, let's see. It's actually um, a Bible verse, to be honest with you. It says, it's not just, no. It is not fancy hair, gold jewelry, or fine clothes that should make you beautiful. No, your beautiful should come from the inside of you, the beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. That beauty will never disappear, and it is worth very much to God. So we have that Mm -hmm. on our wall, but we also have got, like, fun stuff that says, like, better an oops than a what if, and, like, (laughs) fun stuff like that. Like, we always try to keep, like, just fun things. And then, of course, we've got be the CEO your parents always wanted you to marry. Like that's all over the place. Of course. Of course. I love that. And I love that obviously in that verse anyway, like you're selling those things, right. but it's keeping you, keeping the perspective right. and it's pink, so it's, of what it's it all about. Happy. And it's pink. Our yes. Brand I love that. And that's, thank goodness. Pink and yellow are like my favorite things. They're the happiest right. colors ever. Absolutely. So that's cool. I love, I'm excited. I have to come sometime just because it sounds like you've obviously set yourself up for so much success, even just in that setting. But tell our listeners about your buzz. So uh, it it wasn't, it was in our first year, I wanted to do something different. And I knew I wanted to like make shopping more of an experience. And I've always told people this because millennials and this new generation doesn't want to like give you what they have, if that makes sense. They don't want to just give you money or they don't want to just like your photo. Like they want like a reason to do it. And I realized that because Sarah, that's our intern, she's 18. So like, she's still like super young and she's telling me everything that the sorority girls are doing and all this stuff. And I'm like, thank (laughs) God, because in our like target market, <laughs> it's 18 to 24, but I'm about to like be out of our target market. So I'm like, Sarah, mm. what do I do? Like, it, it, I'm like, does this, do y'all still say this? Is lit still a word? She's like, no, Taylor, please quit saying that. Oh, really? I don't know. It's like stuff like that. She's like, nobody says lit. Like everybody says like, what'd she say? She told me something the other day and I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> it was like, 
something about like no cap. And I was like, no cap. I was like, what are you talking? What the heck is that? No idea. No (laughs) earthly idea. And I was just like, okay, let me Google this. But so we wanted to make it fun and an experience. So I told my dad I wanted to make the boutique mobile. And he was like, oh, you know, do you want a van? Do you want an Airstream? And I was like, no. I was like, I want a bus. And he was like, a what? I was like, I've seen all over Pinterest, like the tiny houses and like these people. Even we were in Colorado and I remember our like, this guy that we met, he was like, yeah, I live in a school bus on the mountain. And I was like, oh, that's cool. So like I looked into like tiny houses and I was like, oh, those are so cute and fun. And then I was like, oh my God, what if we put a store in there? And so I sent my dad and he was like, you're crazy. There's no way we're getting a school bus. And I was like, listen, dad. <laughs> so I brought him like a business plan, everything that I wanted to I do. And I was it. like, this is what we're going to do. And he was like, okay, if you're really serious about this, then we're going to do it. And he's like, okay. So like two days later, he was like, I found a bus. And I was like, okay, cool. So the bus was actually, That's yeah, awesome. it was the easiest thing to find because once school systems hit like a hundred thousand miles, they have to uh, like legally get rid of the bus for safety. So oh. yeah. So these buses are like, they're, they're for sale. Like, I think we honestly bought a 40 foot school bus for like $2,000. Like that was it for a 40 foot school oh bus. Gosh. And so we redid it. And I, the whole point of it was, well, you know, everybody's like we said, really big in social media. They're all about those Instagram moments. Everybody wants, they of want course. the grant. They want their, they want something to pop. So I was like, even if somebody comes to the bus and for everyone listening, our bus is pink. It's 40, a 40 foot school bus. Like think like the biggest school bus they had and it's pink going down the road. It's got our logo on it. It's got speakers on the outside that play music. So whenever we're driving by people in towns can hear us the, instead of stop, it says shop. Like we, we really wanted to make it to where people wanted to see it and just wanted to be attracted to it. So even if somebody didn't buy something, they were still posting about it because it was so cool. So that's, Your that was our marketing that I was like, people are taking photos next to it and they're tagging us because they want to be reposted. So I was uh-huh. like, hello, let's give the entire thing an Instagram moment. So, I mean, like there's people that have never bought anything, but they go in there, they record it. They're like, you guys look how cool this is. We have like this big, like crazy chair that we always bring with us and people take photos in the chair. We just got like (laughs) this old like antique phone that my dad painted pink. People take photos with that, but it has our logo on it so you can always see it. Like we wanted to make it so much fun and we really feel like that we did it with the bus. That is so genius. So where do you take the bus though? That's one thing I've wondered. So we can really pop up wherever we want to. It's kind of like if we have space to and if the property manager allows us to. So you don't have to have a permit to like stop and sell if the person owns the parking lot. So like there will be times we'll go to stores and I have to ask them like, do you own the rights to your parking lot. And they're like, yes. And if they don't, then we have to talk to the property manager. And a lot of times they'll let us if we pay them a fee to stop and set up. So we, we take it. Yeah. So we take it to a bunch of events. We try to take it anywhere we can. And we're actually like wanting another one. Ooh, okay. So does that mean more employees in the future? We're hoping so because, well, we're wanting to move to Nashville. So once we get there is when we really want to like 
because I love my intern so much. Like she's the best thing ever, but she's a freshman here at school. So when I leave, I'm like, you can't go with me, can you? She's like, no, Taylor. (laughs) She was like, I can't just drop out of school and just be here forever. And I was like, but you can't transfer. She's like, no, Taylor, I can't just pick up and go. I'm like, all right, Uh fine. So I hope and pray that we find somebody that's like her, but we want to have, um, so we take all of our own photos. I'm obviously the one in all the photos. Blake's the one that has to shoot them, but like we go outside to take photos and when it, we're in Alabama and it's June, it's like a thousand degrees. So I'm getting dressed. <laughs> I'm getting dressed like in the car. So like right. it's hot and like trying to throw on that dress and like you're sticky sweating, like it's so hard. So we want to have oh. like some boutiques have got sprinter vans to where they can like dress and like everything in there and then they go shoot. And I was like, but I don't want just a sprinter van. And I like saw a short bus, like a small one. And I was like, I want that. So that way, mm. if we wanted to go to places that maybe we can't take a 40 foot school bus, we can take like a 20 foot one or like a 15 foot school bus that's easier to get it. So that way, if I need to go to an event, Sarah can take the small bus and go to another one. So smart. Right. And then around town. And it keeps your brain. Yeah. And so that's what I told Blake. I was like, we need another bus. And he was like, what are you going to call it? Because the big bus is called Tiny. And so he was like, what are you going to call this? And I was like, <laughs> I had one of our customers. She was like, you need to call it Teeny. So you have Teeny Tiny. And I was like, oh, that is so I was cute. Like, Perfect. I was like, I need to put you on payroll right now. Like that was a great idea. I love that. Yeah. So we're excited. Oh my gosh. So when you do make the move to Nashville, are you planning to expand or will it go with you to Nashville? So it all is going to go with us to Nashville, but we're thinking about, you know, in Nashville that they've got the murals everywhere and it's a big hot spot for yes. bloggers. Like it, it's anywhere you go, like the bloggers oh. are in Nashville. Like it's the Mecca. Yeah, so for we sure. were thinking that if we got a storefront, we would want to find a perfect place that the bus can sit outside of the storefront against like one of the walls. We have somebody come out, paint this awesome mural, but the bus sits on the outside of it. So people can still take photos with the bus, but also we've got the mural, but also you can shop inside. So we're trying, yeah. So we're just trying to, I mean, that is like the dream to find that like perfect place to do it, but we're not like rushing to like open it. So like we're hoping Mm -hmm. that it will, but we in the future would love to have that. Okay. So that's one of your long-term goals is to have a storefront. That's awesome. Heard it here first, folks. I believe in you. So with all of these big moves and the bus tiny and teeny and potentially having a storefront, what can you speak to the power of confidence when it comes to making these big decisions? Oh my gosh, you have to. You have to just believe in yourself. And I've seen so many like other entrepreneurs, like even if it's not for boutiques, like we always talk about how like being an entrepreneur is such a crazy experience. And it's like a roller coaster because there's times like you're really high up and you're like, I'm making all this money. I have all this engagement on my photos. People are buying like crazy. And then the next minute, like a day, 
you're just at the bottom and you're like, nobody's looking at our stuff. Nobody's buying. So you have to keep that confidence of like, but when you're at those highs, you're doing so good, but like you're waiting for that fall. And I've also like told Mm. people that they're always like, oh, I've never had like the guts to like open one. And I was like, but have you ever just like taken that leap and done it? Because I'm like, I I watch inspirational stuff all the time. And Will Smith, like the person that like has more confidence in this world than anyone I've ever seen, he talked about (laughs) how it's like skydiving is that you have all of like, you're building up and you're so nervous and you get in that plane, they open the door and you're just like, I can't do this. But as soon as you jump and you see all the beauty over you, it's like a weight is lifted. You get to see all these incredible things happen. You get to see everything that's below you. And if you would have never jumped out of that plane, you would have never seen it. So you have Mm. to have that confidence just to say, I can really do this. I can get in that plane and jump because trust me, there's been many a times where I've gotten to the edge of that plane thinking there is no way that this is going to happen. So you've got to take Mm -hmm. that risk. You've got to have that confidence just to say, I'm jumping out of this plane. Now, have you actually ever skydived? I'm I'm terrified of heights. Like I can metaphorically talk about skydiving. Metaphorically, you're skydiving every day. Yeah, but it's not happening in real life. Like we were in Hawaii and we went to the top of like a volcano, and it was like, yeah, like when you skydive, you have to go like ten thousand more feet. I went, absolutely not. (laughs) Nope. Oh my gosh, I'm clenching. My fists are sweating right now. (laughs) (laughs) I think I would rather skydive than bungee jump, though. At least you have somebody like with you. And it's not just like you by yourself and there's a cord. Like that terrifies me. That's not reliable. And then you bounce at the bottom. This is horrifying. (laughs) No, thank you. Rather skydive. Um, Oh my gosh. You are so awesome. And I am just so excited for everything that you have coming up. And I've been enlightened. You have more going on than I realized. Now, do you have a specific date for the Nashville move yet? So, or is it just, it's in the future right now? It's in the future right now. right now because I graduated in December. Blake graduated the May before I did. But Blake is actually an RN in the ER. So on his off days, he comes and helps me, which is incredible because I'm like, after the stuff he tells me about the emergency room, I'm like, how do you not just like want to sleep on your off days? But so he got his entire schooling paid for through the hospital when he was at Auburn. But in his contract, it said he had to work two years after he graduated. So I'm kind of like hoping that like we get a job and like somebody buys his contract out because at this moment I was like, you know, how much would it be? Like, could we pay for the contract? But he's like, you got $30,000. I went, no. He was like, all right, then we're stuck until we can get a buyout or I am done with this contract. I was like, okay. So once yeah. he's finished with that, like we're ready to go. And so he's been there since last May when he graduated. Right. So you I've have one it. year. So basically got like a year. So we're hoping by the end of this year and going into 2020 that we have like an actual set, like where are we going? What day do we have? So we're just trying to each day get closer and closer to that point. Yay. And maybe teeny will happen right. in the meantime. <laughs> so tell tell our listeners where they can stay tuned for all of these exciting exciting updates. So I post a lot. Like I think I post more like on the stores than my personal one. But at the store we are at Shop the Tiny Closet. Don't be confused because there is another children's store called the Tiny Closet. 
And I have people that <laughs> is there really? I have people email me going, Hi, I need to return this curious George pajama set. And I'm like, that's not from me. <laughs> I am so sorry. That's oh. not from me. <laughs> and then right. That's amazing. And then on my personal one, it's the tiny Tay. So we keep tiny yes. And it's the best. And y'all have to watch for the live sales because she does them often and they're the deals are unlike right. anything else, Fair honestly. Right. Literally Black Friday situation. So before we go, I want to know what you are right now. I know you have all of these amazing goals and so much that you've already accomplished too. So for the podcast, it's more than a crown. So for me, I realized that at the end of my year as Miss USA, a dream that I never knew was possible, that there's still more to my life. I'm only 24 years old. So for you right now, what are you more than? I think that I kind of like told you earlier about how I had people tell me like, you're just, you would just be married young. Like I would just be 18 years old, getting married and have nothing else. Like I'm, I was more than a housewife. I was more than just the girl sitting at home. I was more than just an MRS that didn't do anything. I think that I, mm. I want to be more than a CEO. I want to be so much more. And that's what we really, really try to show women that you can be much more than what people have told you in your past. That is that you actually have me all emotional because I mean, more than the stereotype, the Southern stereotype of an MRS. Yes. But when you said you want to be more than a CEO, you really are, because I think that a CEO is is this untouchable person in a company and you are the company and I want you to be encouraged by that and I just think that you're so awesome and I'm so grateful to know you Um, and I have to know. Do you like ice cream? Of course I do. Oh my gosh. Uh, people that don't. Favorite, favorite flavor. flavor. Oh my gosh. Wait, no, there was one from Ben and Jerry's. It's the, um, it's the half baked. Mm. Half baked is like my yes. go-to. Like if I'm having a bad day, like I'm going to Ben and Jerry's, I'm getting the biggest tub I can. And like, that's what we're eating. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you know what? I'll go to the gym I, later. It'll make me feel better. But at this moment I need this half thing of half baked. <laughs> It is all about the balance. I love it. Thank you so much, Taylor, for coming on. Thank you for sharing all your tips and being enlightening to our listeners. So you guys go ahead and subscribe for more wisdom from those who have influenced me in my life. Yeah.